Welcome everyone to Merrimack College, Merrimack Warrior Hockey back on the air. Warriors get set to open up a Hockey East weekend with the Providence Friars as we get back into Hockey East action. And time for our pregame coaches chat. We visit with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Scott Borick. And Scott, a one nothing win out of Bemidji on Saturday. A really a nice bounce back win. Uh, Tyler Irvine winds up scoring the only goal you needed. But, uh, uh, you know, you give up eight the night before, you pitch the shutout Saturday night. So uh, that's a big trend in the positive uh, direction. Yeah, it was really disappointing, obviously, how we started that game uh, on on Friday. Uh, but coming back, I actually thought the last five periods of the weekend we were pretty good. Um, I thought certainly on, on Saturday we dealt with a lot of adversity as well. And we got a lot of penalties and uh, some things that um, you know happened to you on the road happened to us on the road, and we were able to you know, withstand that. And Craig did a great job in that. But our, our team played really well on Saturday. They played really hard, did what we had to do to be successful, uh, killed the penalties when we had to, scored in the power play, did the things, the little things in that game to allow us to win it, which we hadn't really done the night before, um, but I was really pleased. The, the guys' effort was outstanding on Saturday. Um, they came back. I challenged them a little bit uh, in the morning, and I thought they answered the bell really well. Well, uh, let's talk about a couple of the difference makers in the game. You know, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but Craig Pantano, what a terrific game. 38 saves, third shutout this year. Really came up big when you needed him, and for his efforts, he wind up, winds up being a hockey's defensive player of the week. Yeah, he is, uh, you know, it was a really solid game for him. And I, I actually think in this particular game, he made like two saves, one in the second period, one in the third, that were kind of electric saves. Other than that, he just put himself in the right position on the puck all the, all night long. And it's it's such a settling thing for our team when he's doing that. Um, and so it made, you know, they might have had 38 shots, but he made 20 of them for sure, if not 30 of them, uh, look like they were just warm-up shots. And, and they're hitting him in the chest, and he's not, no rebounds. Really settled our team down defensively, uh, where the night before we had kind of chased the game a little bit. Um, but no, he's, he's played really well. He deserves the accolades for sure. I mean, three shutouts in, in this short part of the season, that's pretty impressive. And difference maker number two, the penalty kill. Now, you never want to have nine kills in a game, but you go nine for nine on the penalty kill. Uh, really, what a performance. How did they, how did they do it? Well, you know, I think that the, the great thing is Josh and Curtis coached the penalty kill, and they um, it's funny because it's been a bone of contention between the three of us because the two of them want to do it a certain way, and I, and I have always believed in a different kind of penalty kill. Um, but it's their, it's their ball, so I let them take it and coach it the way they want to, and uh, they've coached it really hard. They've got it playing pretty well right now, and I think that what they've done is they've got guys in shot lanes. Um, my concern prior was we weren't really in great shot lanes, and a lot of pucks were getting through. Um, you know, they really fixed that in the last before last weekend, really, to get us in a much better position on the PK. And they did allow us to get better clears for Craig, uh, gave him better lanes to see pucks, and then didn't allow a lot of second shots. And, uh, you know, one of the players I also thought made a big difference on Saturday night, Ryan Cook, uh, he really seemed to amp up his physical play. Uh, uh, he seemed to be a big factor in the game. Yeah, I think it was a big thing for us too. Bemidji was uh, is a pretty physical team. They come after you. You're on the road. You're in their building. They had a couple, as you may recall, a couple of huge players, uh, and they really caused a problem for us. And I thought Cookie uh, neutralized that on Saturday. And he really the best thing about his game is he didn't go out of his way to be physical. He took the physical when it was available, but didn't go out of his way and put himself or his teammates in a bad position by being physical. Uh, so you know, I, I agree with you 100. I thought he had a really good game. He's playing well right now, and he's playing well because he's playing simple. Uh, his physical presence is known every game that we've played in the last three weeks, uh, and he's doing it under control, which is great to see. 
Well, Scott, tonight we get a look at a team that you're very familiar with, the Providence Friars. You were with uh, Providence the last couple of years. There's been some very entertaining games between these two teams. Last time Providence was in this rink, they were down 5-1 after one period. They rallied uh, back to tie it uh, 6-6. So it should be a great one. What makes this Providence team excel? We know consistency. Um, I said to someone the other day that the, the, they have a ton of skill in their team right now, um, but they don't rely on skill to win, and that, that's what allows them to be consistent every night. When you rely on skill to win, then sometimes that skill is just not going to show, or that maybe the other team has more skill, or, or maybe your skill just has an off night, and you, and you aren't successful because of that. Um, the, the Fires worry about how they play. Uh, they're going to play hard. They're going to play physical. They're going to own the puck. Um, they do a lot of their habits are outstanding uh, and that's why they're successful then you add in the fact that they have a very very talented lineup and that makes them one of the country's best teams um, so I, I, what impresses me the most uh, with this particular team is how fast they're playing I watched their videos against UMass, Bo- UMass Amherst and against Boston University um, in both games they really dominated they just played at a pace that neither team seemed to be comfortable with uh, we're going to need to get comfortable with it fast in this, in this barn because it's going to be even faster because of the size of the rank um, but you know, I think our players know that. We're we're excited. I think as a staff, we're very excited for this for this weekend because it's a great measuring stick. Um, as a group of players, I think we're disappointed by just getting one last week at Bemidji. Psych to get home and maybe try to get one tonight against Providence and then move forward with the weekend. But uh, we're going to watch a team tonight that probably is more detailed than any team we're going to play all year. Um, and our details and our expectations of our game have to be just as high as theirs for us to be successful. You know, uh, one of the players that's really made a difference, a freshman, Jack Dugan, uh, uh, Vegas uh, draft choice. Uh, have you seen him on film, and then what do you know about him? Well, I saw Jack a lot in the recruiting process. I mean, he, he's a load to handle. He's a big boy, really gets around the rink well. Uh, for a guy his size, he gets around the rink very, very well. A lot of fast twitch in his game, very quick hands. He can really shoot a puck. Um, on the video, he was playing with Josh Wilkins, who might be one of the most skilled players in the league, and Casper Bjorkwist, who might be the best player in the league, um, just from the standpoint of being as honest as the day is long. So you know, he's playing with two great players, at least that's what we played with last weekend. Um, Jack is he's a bull he's a bull it's one of those people that you really just don't want to wake up you can't get in a physical fight with him because he's 6'3 195 pounds um, and he can really skate too so uh, it'll be interesting it's his first time at the Lawler um, in my history of, with Providence and before that with UNH this rink plays different than every every other rink and if we can make it a harder game you know the one weakness Jack has is he's a freshman so uh, some of the experiences he'll have tonight will be different than he's ever had before and hopefully that makes him uncomfortable. Well, uh, there was uh, some lineup shifting uh, from Friday to Saturday last weekend. Uh, Do you come out uh, tonight with a similar lineup or uh, uh, what's your thought process? We kind of uh, merged the two lineups on Friday and Saturday. Um, you know, we weren't sure. We didn't have a couple guys till the middle of the week this week, and Dominic Dockery and Sam uh, Tavernier. Those are two obviously big pieces of uh, our success. So we did get them back, which is great. Um, so we're, gonna, we're going to have a lineup that looks a little bit more like Friday nights probably than Saturdays. Uh, but it's still, I think it's one of our best lineups we can put together. The only disappointment is obviously Derek Petty's not able to play yet. Uh, when he gets back and says, shared with him yesterday the good news about him being out right now is someone else is getting better so that gives us an opportunity to be a deeper team when he gets back um, but I think our lines this week have looked pretty good and uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see how our team answers the bell tonight 
Scott, what do we look for in terms of uh, a key or two uh, with this Providence team? What will the Warriors have to do to, to get two points here tonight? We're going to have to get to the net front. Um, one of the things we try to do with our D, which they do an exceptional job of, is they keep people away from the net. Uh, the D are very physical, uh, you know, post out, not necessarily post in, and that means that you know it's hard to get to that pocket in front of the goaltender. And, and Hayden's really good if he can see the puck. Um, and it, just like any goalie, if you can't see it, it's hard to play it. So we need to get inside ice on them. Uh, that would be a challenge, but that's something that has to happen for us to be successful. Uh, we need to be very disciplined in our own end. They they are very very mobile on the back end. They get very involved. Uh, it's not like when you're playing UMass uh, Amherst, you know, Kale McCarr is more of an attacker all the time uh, where they have Spencer Young and, and Jacob uh, Bryson, uh, Michael Callahan, a young freshman, uh, Ben Mirages, actually a local boy. Um, yeah, those four guys move very, very well. They're not as predictable as K. Uh, McCarr was. So we're going to make sure that defensively we're locked in on our coverage, uh, that we take away space on our own end. Um, if we do that and can break the puck out, you know, we can have a good night. But we need to do that first and we need to break the puck out well. Well, Scott, before I let you go, uh, just a quick Merrimack uh, alumni update. Brent Sini, who was here last year, picks up his first NHL goal for the Devils uh, against Winnipeg. You know, always a big thrill for a player uh, to pick up his first NHL goal. But but what do you suppose that means for the Merrimack community, just being able to see that and be a part of it? Uh, Brent was a big part of what Merrimack did here over the last four years. Well, I think it's exciting on a number of levels. Number one, it's always good when an alum scores his first NHL goal from a program like ours. Um, number two, uh, it really shows who Brett is. I obviously didn't get to know Brett very well last spring. I was only here for a short, short time with him. Uh, but I was with Curtis when Curtis got a text from Brett that he was going to play in his first game. And uh, I was with Curtis when he actually told, scored his first goal. And pretty cool how Brett's reached out. And Curtis obviously recruited him. Um, but with players like that that maintain that, contact to someone like that has been the recruiter and uh, who did all the work to get him to get to Merrimack. A really impressive young man. And now, uh, you know, hopefully that shows other players that, hey, you can go through this program and, and get where you want to go. Um, and if we're, Hopefully we're more successful wins and losses wise. Uh, but at the end of the day, come to this program, to this league, and you can play in the National Hockey League. All right, Scott. Uh, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Good luck tonight. We'll talk to you down in Providence tomorrow. Thanks, John. Really appreciate it. All right, he's Scott Borick, the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors. When we return, Mike and I will have the Dunkin' Donuts starting lineup next from Lotto Rink. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.